See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hey, we're here to talk about stuff and things and and movies and other lies. What are we? This is Kung Fu Theater. Oh, that's it. Cash and checks and breaking necks. All right. I, that's, I said that today, and uh, King Don said, you got to use that on your podcast, so oh, well, I am. My name's Mal. With me, as always. Uh, Dr. Morbius. And this is... Kung Fu Theater, where we talk all about Kung Fu. Because I came here to kick, uh, chew gum and kick butt, and I'm uh, all out of gum. You're all out of gum, yeah. That's a different word, but, you know, not <laughs> yeah. gum either. But, oh, you know, PG-13. You're so show. crazy. We're not even PG-13. We're, We're like G. G, yeah. We're G. We're G. Golly jeepers. That's Golly what we are. G. What movie have you chosen for us this week, Dr. Morbius? Oh, man. A movie that I hope you you watched more intently than I did. It's not a bad movie. I like the people in it. It's The Legendary Strike with... uh well, here's what's... Angela Mao. Angela Mao and Carter Wong. I've also... Carter Wong, so, yeah. I was also... Which was in last week's movie. Uh, <laughs> of, you know, um, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Carter Wong also went under the name Casanova Wong. That's what I read somewhere. He goes, really? He was also Casanova oh, that's Wong? awesome. You could see probably like a young Chinese dude. He's like, I'm so hot, dude. I'm going to be Casanova <laughs> Wong. He, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he was, you could tell he was like... <laughs> he was full of himself, man. He knew he was so pretty. It's so funny. <laughs> Apparently, man. there's a, the, he has an instructional from an old instructional karate tape or whatever. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'd love Carter to see Wong. that. Yeah. He's a he's a he's not he's quickly becoming a favorite of mine. Like he's been I, in three movies so I, far, that, and I've seen I'm sure way more than that. Uh, he he falls under that um, thicker Chinese guy. Yeah, there's yeah, there's, yeah. there's huge fat dudes. There's muscular dudes, and then there's the there's, there's the 99 percent that are about 68 pounds soaking wet that just do a lot of moves and you know stuff like that. Carter's a little you know beefier than. I him. will say this: when I got done watching this movie last night or two nights ago, and today, I was on this. I was scouring the internet for a version of their uh, the soundtrack because I love this oh, soundtrack. Yeah. This soundtrack was one of the best kung fu soundtracks I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, now, barring not not like the big budget, uh, flying crouching tiger, hidden dragon, and all that kind of stuff, but it was great. So See, I, I like the kung fu soundtracks where they steal like prog rock <laughs> from like ELP, Star and Wars, and, Star and, yeah, Wars, yeah. and uh, like you know those are the ones that I like. This was actually well done. No, this was great. Yeah, it, it matched the the sound cues were matching the the action and and and, and it evoked feeling. It was it was a unique experience for a kung fu movie. They're usually just like whatever, you know. What do you got? I got this forty five year of like you know Donnie and Marie. Put it in. Yeah, there. like who is Elvis Presley? Who cares? Rip it and grip it and rip, rip it, it. Throw it on. There's yeah. a fight scene. Put it in the background. <laughs> but this was beautiful, and I could not find it anywhere, which was bothered me. You look me on eBay. Yeah, I looked everywhere because I would buy it. I, I mean, I was hoping for a record, but I would have bought this in any format, and I couldn't find it. Nowhere, and oh, well. yeah, that's the Maybe way. It doesn't exist. A lot of these are just. They were. Gu- you cut. sure? Are you sure the music from this wasn't taken from a big budget movie? I, you know, you should investigate mm. that. You know, I'll ask. I, I have. Yeah, I have ask sources. your sources because just say you know, 
Um, the movie was okay, but I loved that soundtrack. Oh my god, I, I was yeah. like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's such a rarity with kung fu movies. The music is is almost a, a secondary afterthought. Like they they really go into the foley work. You know, it's like <laughs> choreographs and 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 foley work is really what a kung fu movie is based I always, around. I always you know? wondered was was those sound effects or those the original Hong Kong sound effects or are those added in by the? Oh no, uh, I think they're most most of them are original. Okay. I, I believe. Okay. I mean, I'm uh, sure again your your kung fu expert might clarify on that. Yeah. But uh, they're oftentimes they're so like noticeable and jarring. They take center stage almost over the actors in some of these movies where you watch it and you're just like the meat slappers are going and the and the fluttering and all that kind of stuff and it's just crazy and and then you know they just dub in whatever and just like oh you i'll get you and you bastard and ah you know it's just <laughs> crazy you're like oh my god you know oh, uh, yeah. this one uh this one was heavy on the action um and a strange story strange story and and again confusing yeah okay so i'm not the only one no 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 you was confusing you get lost a lot because oftentimes they set it up where good guys are in black bad guys are in gray go good guys good guys are good guys are the guys the the monks with the dots down their head bad guys have those the hats on go you know this and of course, all the time, Japanese. Always are Japanese. Bad. The, the Jap- Japanese are always the devil in these movies, <laughs> but and but in this one, they were kind of loosey goosey with everything. Yeah. There was treachery, and there was backstabbing, and then the, and there was there was two different Japanese. There was three different monks, and then you had people pretending to be monks, and then you had people carrying a <laughs> casket that were like. And then the ending was kind of weird because I don't know. Maybe maybe I burned it onto a DVD. Maybe it stopped before nope. it was supposed to end. No, nope, oh. I looked it up online. The only thing you miss on yours is the end. I could not believe the ending of this movie. It doesn't end. Uh-huh. Carter uh-huh. Wong ain't dead. Uh-uh. And, and he's like, oh, it's in the handle. And where's Angela Mao? She going to the drink. She didn't die. Angela Mao can't die. She, I, I just like because I was exactly the same as I was like well damn it this cut off now I have to go find that's it that's what I thought and I went in the morning and I like find I'm scouring I was like huh nope <laughs> that's it huh yeah Which, oh she and there's, said, there's one scene where I think she said it there is times. more humps per square inch than, than any other movie Her, I've ever seen Angela. and him everyone everyone starts humping <laughs> and so anyway yeah. so uh, you know this one is what what year was it 78 78 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, we can always say 78, and we're going to be without with about six months, uh, one way or the other. If you're guessing the date of a kung fu movie, if it's not a new one, just go, eh, I think 78, you're going to probably be right. 78, yeah. <laughs> the are earlier, obviously. The amount that hit the market from 76 through 79 was like, it was like a bell chart that went straight to the moon and straight down again. In a three-year period, you and know, I'm, and, I, and I'm—I mean, I could be wrong on this. <laughs> I don't have my sensei to like talk to or whatever, you know. But um, who would know? Um, I don't—I don't. I think a lot of these movies only play here in video. I can't believe that all. This one might have hit the theaters, but I can't think that all of them. I never remember a time where they did hit the theaters. Oh yeah. I mean, 70s. I'm sure. The, I'm sure the. Well, that's the thing. I was too young, and I—they might not have hit where I was. 
Oh, I mean, I I go through Small town I go nothing? through news archives and I find ads for them or whatever. They they played in where I used to live and I go, oh, that's interesting. I mean, obviously the Bruce Lees yeah. and all that, but afterwards, yeah, you know, a lot of them play, but. Obviously, New York, you know, Madison, um, Times Square, all yeah, that cause stuff. Yeah, not, because not in Podunk, nowhere where but I But a lot from. of things came out on video just to flood the market, yeah. you know. And you keep seeing that Ocean Shore little sea, the seahorse logo that <laughs> pops up every once in a while. Yep. So this is obviously from a videotape. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, and the other thing was, because um, when I was when I was teen, a teenager, uh, what was hitting the market was Van Damme. Marked for death. 80. 80s. Because th- there was a resurgence in the 80s from Van Damme and Seagal. Oh, no. These movies were and, all 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, but like those, I don't remember those being in the theaters. Not that they weren't, but I don't remember it. Mid-80s, like it started getting hot again because it was a, a mashup of action with some martial arts. Sure. You know, um, uh, Jackie Chan was always, he's been yeah, popular yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you had that kind of thing where it was a resurgence was hitting the, the, the movie theaters, which is great. You know, and then it died down, and then it picked up again with the super uh, kung fu, wire fu stuff. You know, yeah, um, crouching dragon, yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> hidden yeah. Hulk. Uh, so <laughs> Ang Lee's hidden Hulk crouching. Yeah, sadness. no, um, seventy three to seventy nine. That probably was like yeah. you know big time. Couldn't keep up. And they would always play like in the downtown theaters where you could. Yeah. You know, occasionally they would play in your local. We gotta get your friend. We gotta. We got. We gotta get your friend on air. Sensei's not gonna come. Oh, that's so sad. He would be a great addition. No, All right, we'll, let's we'll take a t- quick trailer break, and we come back on to the movie, The Legendary Strike. Wuchow, <laughs> That's the worst ever, Kiai. Oh man. Prepare yourself for the most frightening experience of your life. They came from within. A motion picture that takes you beyond your wildest nightmares. They came from within. If this picture doesn't make you scream and squirm, you'd better see a psychiatrist. Quick. They came from within. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. All right, we're back. That was they. Uh, what did I just play? They came from within. Oh yeah, that's a. Oh god, it's a rough movie, dude. It's a kung fu movie. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not at all. It's gross as hell. Is yeah, what it is. Well, we're not going to watch that one. No. Then. Well, maybe one day. No. Yeah. How about no. we don't? Bubba Steel's in it. How about we don't? Anyway, this is Kung Fu Theater, and. Uh, we're on to the legendary strike. Now, we start off Carter Wong sitting there in a very... Uh, he's adorned with really nice clothing. Is it's he obvious. The emperor he's the prince. the prince. Yeah, he's the uh, prince. He's the little prince. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sitting there, and, and there's some deal going on because there's lots of bowing and whatever. And then he's like, hmm. And he, he gives a pearl to, to, the, to this Japanese guy. And he's, like, and he's like, oh, okay, great, thanks. And our deal is concluded. And he and he leaves, and then the guy goes directly to his to his um, room, and Carter Wong kind of sneaks around and watches him where he puts this magic pearl. Yeah. And they keep t- they keep referring to this thing as the Shaolin relic. Yeah. So you're like, oh, it's a pearl, but it must be more. It must have something on it. 
they don't even elaborate on that. It's just the it's the thing that everyone's after. That's yeah. It. Everybody everybody wants this. Like they're killing yeah. each other for this. Yeah. Thing. It's it's the briefcase in in the uh, pulp fiction that has the gold in it or the the light in it. You know. You're like, oh. Basically, it's like this pearl or whatever it is has like. So valuable that they can rule the world with yeah. it, or something like that. Yeah, it's it has all all power in all of the world. And I was thinking, eh, I don't think. By so. the way, that briefcase from uh, Pulp Fiction was in uh, Kiss Me Deadly. Remember the Mike yeah. Hammer movie? Yeah. Remember at the yeah, end yeah, when yeah. it started like blowing up? Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> so there you go. And uh, so now, and then this guy leaves, and they're like, "Okay, well, thanks for our business. Nothing treacherous is going to happen to you." And the and then he leaves. So now the guy's along this trail, as they often are in these movies, just kind of walking along a trail. The and woods. The yeah. woods, in the woods, on the mountain pass, you know. And he sees a, a Shaolin monk come towards him, and he's like, oh, Buddha bless you. Do you have any money for me? And he's like, no, sorry, get out of here, dude. And the guy's like, oh, okay, well, then I'm just going to take, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, wait, you're not Shaolin or Buddhist or some of that. And he starts trying to fight him. Just breaks out in, right off the bat into a kung fu movie. Yeah. I mean, right to it fighting good fighting uh, and this guy's kind of really going uh, going heavy he's, he has a sword and he's like going after him he's like hey I didn't think Shaolin used swords and he's like well shut you're up. not really Shaolin he's like hey, shut up kind of you know, like, yeah. shut up your face yeah <laughs> shut up your face I'll show him from the mafia so then he's like he's chopping at him and is this when the other guy comes in or is this I think he kills him he kills him first okay and then the other guy shows so, up th- so the guy he kills the uh, the Japanese guy and he can't find the pearl or the, the relic. Yeah. And then a second... Shaolin monk. Sh- a Shaolin monk, who's actually a Shaolin monk, comes along. He's like, hey, you're kind of not a Shaolin monk. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I am. I'm just from some other place. And he's like, no, I don't think you are. In fact, I know who you are because you're the henchman. You're the golden sword or the henchman of the some guy because he knew exactly who he was. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll get you. And then they start fighting. But then, like, the guy runs away. or He, he kills him, I think. The the real Shaolin monk oh, kills he, the other guy. He kills the other guy, and uh, cause now who steals the body? Oh my God! See, we're already losing it. See, yeah, no, this is the, this is totally, totally, totally confusing. Yeah, there, there's there's the whole movie is basically like oh, cause now he's recovering and he goes down. And he he searches the monk that's been the the, the fake. Yeah, monk. he searches. Yeah, right. And while he's doing that, another guy who knows who sees his body is like oh. There's a ransom for this guy. I'm going to take him and get it the ransom. And he leaves with the body. So now he's like, where'd that body go? So now there's a dude walking along, and he he hires some people to carry the body for him right. in a casket. And he's taking it for the bounty. He almost doesn't care, but then he finds out he does care. He's playing it off like he's just a, a bounty hunter, and he's taking this body in for... Cause he's like, he oh, really this, wants the pearl. He really wants the pearl. Everybody wants the pearl. And shenanigans ensue pretty bad. Because the monk is like, oh, I'll, you give him to me because I want to bury my brother. He's a shell and... And, he, and he, they go into this little, like, fight thing. And the monk kind of gets beat pretty... I want to say easily, but, I mean, he he's not he's no match for this guy no, that's carrying no, him. No, I mean, yeah. he he's really whoops him. And he's like, okay, thank you for this lesson. And he leaves. Um, but then he follows him like, like the guy from The Seven Samurai. Remember that one that was always following him? Like... A couple. Oh, I didn't see the movie. Oh, sorry. He, like, there's one I of the saw guys. Magnificent Seven, though. Same thing. There's one Getting that's like an out. That one that's like an outcast that kind of follows along. Yeah. He, but turns out to be a good guy. So this guy's following him, and they happen upon, uh, uh, like a little hotel or a little. 
place to stay along this path. And they put the casket there, and he's like, okay, you guys carrying the casket, you can sit here in the stable and eat. I'm going to go in here and eat. And then the then the monk comes in, but then another guy comes in, right? Yeah, this is really, it gets real confusing. Like, the another guy who's like, a member of the the of Carter Wong's court. Yes. Comes he's in. He's the like, guy with the black hair. Yeah, uh, the black hair. He's like, hey, uh, who's who's his? Where's who has this uh, casket out here? Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's the one guy in there. And he's like, oh, okay. And then the Japanese guy shows up. Yeah. So you, you you and and then Angela Mao shows up. So now you have like you're in this little place, and this isn't where the movie ends, but it's. I think the majority of it, like, if it, it goes back to here, then it goes away from here, then it comes back from here, It's it hurts your head kind of keeping up with this movie. And, and then this is, again, we've watched three movies this week. One of them was a kind of a simple plot line. The other two were really Convoluted. tough to yeah, follow. And this, is, this falls into them. And this is not unlike a lot of kung fu movies. They're almost either too simplistic or they're trying to say too much. Yeah. This falls into the secondary category because... Okay, Angela Mao, okay, he leaves in the morning carrying the, the the casket. And and when he leaves, and the other guy comes out, he's like, hey, whose casket is this? I don't know. And they open it up, it's a different body. He's like, oh, they must have confused it. So now the, the monk runs after them and says, hey, you have the wrong casket. That's my casket. Trying to get, try, trying to pull the old switcheroo. They open up the casket, and Angela Mao's in it. And she's like, ha-ha. Hmm. Uh, you, yeah, you don't. Oh, you don't yeah. need. Hmm, you told me. Okay. They're kind of arguing. Then the then the the Carter Wong's henchman shows up and she's like, "Oh, this guy said he knew where it was." And she, she's pulling like such a fast one on everyone. Yeah, yeah, everybody's trick. Yeah. And it's funny because she's a really good actress and, it, and she's really good doing this. And she's like, "Hmm. He said he said he was gonna show me where that body was, but I just had to be in this." casket or whatever like some story some yeah. goofy story and then they start fighting and she leaves and it turns out she's part of the resistance against Carter Wong and there's like through this there's these elaborate tunnels where they go down into a, a well uh, but that's later now he like the, the Buddhist monk is kind of on the hook with where this body is and the guy and our hero is is there and he's like well I you know I just want my other body I just want the the reward. So then you you fast forward to Angela Mao and she's like talking to her leaders saying, oh he he know he's on to us or something like that maybe he might be resistance and she's like I don't know this this whole movie it because okay I'm gonna go on a, I'm gonna stop for a second and go on a a a, a thing about it or whatever. I, I, throughout all the time that we've watched these movies, we've watched hundreds of movies during during our that's podcast. Not even, that's not a lie. Easily hundreds. You can tell which filmmakers are can actually, and I'm not. I can't specifically say which ones are best at doing it. You can tell when they have a grasp of the story. They're and painting the story a picture. Just flows, and you can tell when the movie just got out of hand. And they just kind of lost it or whatever, you know. And, and this movie kind of does it a little bit. This almost seems like a Leone western and and how convoluted it is. But I think Leone was able to like kind of make it a little easier. Maybe it was maybe it was because of the it was even though it was complicated, it was a simpler story. But this one is like all blackmailing and who's who and what's what or whatever. And the dubbing doesn't help. And the characters don't help. Leone's characters are so. 
interesting who, in themselves. Yes. Every one of them is like, look at this guy. Tell yeah. me about this guy. Wow, yeah. he's weird looking or cool looking. Yeah, everybody's or, distinct. Where in this, this movie, just, it's like... You know, you kind of get lost in the people because it's like one Japanese guy, one Chinese guy. The girl is the only one that's distinctive from everybody else, you know, because there's Angel Mao. Everybody else is like some dude, and they're all after this, like, you know, this this pearl or whatever the heck it is or whatever. So you get, like, you this movie, again, lost in translation. There's some problem in the translation or whatever, yeah. you know. So, I, I mean, I, I got lost the same way with you. The middle section is a, is a mess. It's it's really a mess. It's a good, it's a well-made movie, and it's kind of different from yeah. some of the other because this isn't Shaolin Temple against Shaolin Temple. No, I'm going to get revenge because you killed my family. Or you can tell this like is influenced that. by the Leones, by the the, so. the westerns and the story. Or be influenced by Kurosawa because those movies were influenced by. Kur- yeah, more, yeah. It, they tried to do more, but I think it was like maybe a little bit of ham-fisted dubbing or editing or something like yeah. that. You know, I think, yeah, it just misses something because i like the front the beginning of it is fine that that is almost standard and carter wong's great and it's a great set and it's, it tells you right what's going to happen and the ending is action-packed but this middle section which is you know it's like 20 percent, 20 percent. this is the the 60 percent is like what am i looking at now how are they here now you know when you when you talk about the thirty six chambers or even like oh my god like the uh, master of the flying guillotine, it is like hey I'm going to that tournament now, tournament, fight 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 hey you dis you disrespected my family we're gonna fight tonight tonight you know like <laughs> it is like here 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 story dead the end that's right and 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 it's so like and they're just tight and the fighting is crazy and you're like oh my god I can't look away. Well, this one is like, what am I? What am I look? You don't know what you're looking at, and you're trying to figure it out while they're telling There's you. There's too much political intrigue going on. <laughs> <Some> for <laughs> B movie, a B kung fu movie. That's why. Know? That is why we pick these movies because we want simple entertainment. I'm a simple guy, a simple and I want guy. simple kung fu. I want simple kung fu. <laughs> I mean, this is not that this is not this isn't Shakespeare or anything like that, but it does get real no, it, Machiavellian or whatever in the middle of it. You're like losing track of who's who. You're like, what the hell am I looking at here? Yeah, Carter Wong comes back again. And there they, was a couple of times, believe it or not, I actually mixed up the innkeeper with Angela Mao like once or twice. That's right. Because she came running in and she's yes. like, oh my God, they, they're finding out about it. And you're like, wait, oh, then because then she came in and I was like, holy hell, I thought that was Angela Mao because it wasn't, they and were she dressed doesn't the same. look like her at all. But no, no, no. But you just the things she's saying you think would be said by Angela Mao, and you're yeah. like, yeah. And because then the the resistance had like two or three dudes fluttering around, and then there's that guy that was up on the post. Who was he? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. You know. So well, we're gonna take a we're, take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll we're gonna figure this mess out together, man. Just hang with us. Yes. Legendary strike, Carter Wong. That's all you gotta know. Angela Mao. That's really all you gotta know. It's hillbilly hookers and hot-headed truckers coming your way in Redneck County where the sheriff is meaner than a junkyard dog. Boy, when I get my hands on your I'm gonna put it under the jail. White Lightning, wild women, and a couple of good old boys who got a plan to stick it to the man. They're boozing, brawling, and blasting their way across Redneck County with Alex Karras as Smokey. Redneck County, rated PG. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. 
That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. All right, we're back. Game over, man. So we, we, we kind of figured this out. So, okay, so now we understand that Angela Mao and the innkeeping family and a couple other stragglers are a part of the resistance. And the other guy who actually, the, the guy who took the body also was with a different group. like group of the resistance. But they're the same fighters. They're just different like parts of them. So now they're like, oh, okay, I didn't know if I could trust you, but now we can trust you. We can work together. Yay for that. The other guy, the Japanese guy, is just a Japanese guy that's coming back for his brother. Yeah. He, his, his, his samurai brother got killed, and uh, that's not going to float. I know Japanese. That ain't floating. Yeah. So he's there just to kind of figure out who to kill. And then that and Carter Wong and his goons get the body and they're like okay now we got the body and they search it and they're like there's no there's no the relic is, isn't here the pearl and they check they check his hair they check blah 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 so they're like oh they cut him open and there you go so now they find it now Carter Wong takes this and he's like oh it's a fake and he keeps it now at this point I thought Carter Wong was going it's a fake and like pop it or crush it in his fingers but he, keeps like, he doesn't he keeps it and you're like now wait a minute that doesn't make sense, but whatever. So now they go and they find... They also go and they find out where this tunnel is down the well. And they go in there and, and they, they they string one guy up for the, from the resistance. They're like, we're going to kill you unless you come and bring the real relic. Because they're, they're convinced that this is a fake. And all, all the resistance is like, this isn't right. And also, what the hell is this guy talking about? Yeah. He has the relic. He has the body. What's he talking about? Yeah, what's he talking know? about? Yeah. So they kind of get they're beat up. All the guys get killed except for Angela Mao and our hero. And they kind of they like run away after this big sword fight, you know, and and they like the, the Carter Wong dispatches them pretty easily. So does his first in, his first in charge, the guy with the black hair. Yeah, yeah. Is a really good fighter. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah, yeah. he's beating up everybody. And they're trash in this place. So the, the those two get away and they just like kind of hole up by, by along a riverbed, <clears throat> and kind of just nursing their wounds. And uh, he has he he still has his broken off sword. The samurai sword gets just split in half by Carter Wong, which I will say for the record, I have both of those kind of swords. No way. <laughs> um, the Chinese flexible swords are really nice, but they're flexible blades. Right, they won't. There is no anything. way in the world one of those would ever snap a, sam- a samurai sword. Unless it's the cheapest samurai sword in the world, and the other one is reinforced with another samurai sword. Anyway, so basically, but whatever, it's a movie. So they're still kind of pursuing them, but but you know, it's it's just one of those things where they're like, well, they got away. Um, they're recuperating. I forget what happens now. Do they go back to save the guy, or did they find them again? Oh god, I can't remember. They they they, they burn a guy at the st- like they hang a guy up and then they burn him. And then the uh, then they come. I think they, this they come back to fight, like saying, uh, you know, they convince themselves that that he still has the relic. Yeah. And they go back and fight, and and Angela Mao takes on the general, the guy with the black hair. You're talking about the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. this is the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Carter Wong takes I, on the guy. We might have missed a scene, but I can't even remember it. No, Carter Wong takes on Angela Mao, doesn't he? And the other guys. Uh, oh right, you're right. You're right. Cause um and that, I think there's actually two bad guys, but he doesn't manage to kill. Our hero manages to kill one guy, and he's fighting with a broken off samurai sword. But he's still fighting. He's going like crazy. Cause then as soon as he fights him, then the guy with the black hair comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is almost like it was filmed in two different places. 
because they're not in the same scene. No, they're not. Um, Carter Wong and Angela Mao are doing their own thing, and th- this is like they're making it seem like it's the same movie, but it's obviously either two movies or or it's just they were filmed at different times because they're they're scheduling conflicts or whatever. Something you know? like that, yeah. Carter Wong is fighting Angela Mao along the river, or on the mountaintop, but there's a river below, and he's he's winning. He's yep. winning, yeah. yeah he's she, beating her pretty bad. She kind of escapes or something like that, yeah. doesn't she? Well, she she just um. Yeah, she's like she's. Like, oh, she, they do come up. She runs away, but then they happen upon where where our hero's fighting because she's the one that ends up with the relic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the the guy she's he's fighting a guy that has a flying claw on a chain. We right. forgot that little and part. And he's like jumping on his shoulder. Yeah, and, 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 his and weird he's throwing. Stuff. He's throwing this. He has this little hand claw that delivers poison spikes. Because Angela Mao gets it. It gets got it in the beginning Earlier of the movie. Earlier on in the movie, and he saved her from. Yeah. So he gets popped with that, but then he takes the samurai sword and unravels the bottom of it and starts whipping it. And he, they like kind of tangle in midair, and it, it it takes the thing. While he does that, the bottom of the samurai sword comes off, and the relic drops out. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh my god. And Angela Mao grabs it. Like, everyone's running for it. She grabs it and takes off. Carter Wong flips out and starts beating her a little bit more, but then she just, like, does this backflip off the mountain yeah, into, she, she does, like, into the river. Yeah, she does, like, Cassidy or something into the river. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then the other guy ends up beating the... Our, our hero beats the, the general, but, like, with this crazy... He does, like, a st- handstand on his head and then, like, yeah, flips that, around yeah, and yeah, kills yeah, him. Yeah. And, and he kills him. And he starts walking away, and and this is this is one of the weirdest, most broken endings I've ever seen in my life. You don't see Angela Mao. Our hero has just killed the bad general. Carter, you don't Wong, see Carter Wong anymore either. No, right? no, he, yeah, we do because he goes, he's standing there and he starts thinking he's like the the relic is in the handle, and he remembers the guy like wrapping it like so. The one that fell out of the bottom of the samurai sword is a fake and the real one was the one that was in the wrap okay but then he's but then that's it that's it they carter wong remembers this our hero you don't know if he has the sword or not and it it go it it cuts to the end and he doesn't even say the end i I went and found it on online that one online said the end it was like Uh, a red thing that said the end and you're like wait what wait you honestly don't know how this end. This this is a movie with no ending. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was really weird. It was one of the weirdest I've seen. Smash cuts. I've seen those quick endings where they just they cut off any. There's no credits. There's nothing. You don't even know who was in these things. Yeah, because we were. I was left. No, did she get really get the real relic or did didn't she? Did she live or did she die? I mean, that was a pretty big yeah. jump. We don't know if Angela Mao lived or died. I assumed she lived, but you're kind of thinking she didn't. I'm also thinking that the relic she got and the relic that Carter Wong got were both fakes, and the real one was the one that was kind of tied into the to the handle, like where. But we don't know. We've never seen that. We don't see it fall out, and we don't know who has it. We don't even know if it's still there anymore. So this movie hurt our heads. It was yeah. bad. I mean, I liked it except for the major distractors of like, what am I watching here? What is? It wasn't like that one that I hated because the camera work was so terrible you couldn't even understand what it no, was. No, this was good camera work. Good camera work, great choreography, good actresses and actors. Um, it was just trying to say a whole hell of a lot, and this is just a kung fu movie. I, now, you like you're saying, maybe a lot was lost in translation. 
Maybe this is a whole different Maybe story. Maybe they edited but the hell out of it for you know, even though it was an hour and twenty six minutes, you couldn't have taken that much out. Yeah, of it. yeah, it was pretty long to begin with. Seventy. That's about the that's about the right time for nineteen seventy eight. So yeah, it was a perfect. It was almost like it was missing the last minute. Yeah, you kind of felt like okay, what's the resolution here? That's why I went back and searched it out this the next day. I searched it online. And I'm like looking and looking. I found it two different places. It just says the end. It's after that scene where he just like walks down, walks down, and it ends right there. Yeah. And Carter Wong says what he says. Oh well, I think it's on the other it, plate. It's in the handle, huh? Maybe they were setting it up for a sequel. I have no idea. Are you? Yeah. You know, you'd be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know. I, know. I mean, it wasn't that good. You know, it wasn't bad, but it was. It no, wasn't like. I mean, it was. They spent money on it. You know, it wasn't yeah. the cheapest one. I and saw. you also you don't know if you don't know if something's gonna hit or not, really. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the, the, like I like I was enjoying it. But also just kind of like, mm, you know, sadly, that's the way a lot of these go for me. Like, uh, like I watch them and I'm like, well, my this this falls into like this vat of just kung fu where I couldn't even tell you what movie they're from because they're so similar. I mean, this, or they're is, so, this is similar to that Jimmy Wang Yu we watched, mm, but that was a better movie. Well, yeah, well he's really, I mean, because yeah. they also, they, Blood had, of the Dragon. they had the kid and they had the, the, the love interest. So there was like a almost a reason for doing this yeah, and, and yeah. he is he always had that white with that yeah, great yeah. spear work so he was and this is not a bad movie I would say mm. check it out but you know you're going to be real disappointed with the ending of it yeah it's just weird and you if know? you do watch it and you see and you figure out the plot you know make sure to tell us because we kind of got lost a lot <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. watching sure. this in the Beastmaster you know yeah. after it is kind of a disconcerting for those of you who don't know uh, we, we also have a couple other podcasts if you go to bunch of dorks.com you'll see uh we have one called a uh, slow robot a go-go which is a b-movie review podcast and then the middle one is a two-dimension podcast where the, i'm not on that one but dr morbius is uh, comic books and all kinds of stuff and uh you know and also we do uh there's the indie circuit on radio st pete which is us as well so just um yeah check those out and you'll see like we do a lot of, a lot of movies this one was just kind of really confusing i mean i I'm gonna have to go like a, with a six out of ten just because I was yeah, like, me too. I was like, yeah. huh? A lot of the time, you know. Yeah, me too. I mean, you know, maybe maybe my head hurt after the Beastmaster. <laughs> no, I watched this one first. This one made my head hurt. The Beastmaster made it knocked you worse. out. This was, the Beastmaster. Was Mama a, said, "Knock you the out." The Beastmaster was a Mike Tyson Beastmaster right said, hook. <laughs> so, yeah, two uh, movies that are actually somewhat well made. They look like they're, you know, they're not like cheesy. I mean, they're they're not really, but there was something. I think they were trying too hard to do something that they couldn't do really well. Yeah. You know, make it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> we have simple minds. Exactly. You know? We have we, you know, we 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 like simple things. You know, don't yep. get too convoluted because then it becomes like, uh, I kind of lose an interest here a little bit. Yeah, you know? and that's yeah. what happened in the middle section of this. It just fell asleep. I mean, yeah. I didn't literally fall asleep, but my brain said, you can stay here, but I'm leaving. And but what it, happens it is my brain goes like, I'm not going to go back and watch this <laughs> section here. I'm just going to keep going, and hopefully we can there's going to be a resolution. I'm going to go, oh, that's why that happened. Because a, a better movie will keep, give you very confused throughout two-thirds of it, and then at the very end it's going to go like, oh, I get it now. It's this and this and this now. Nope. Especially with that ending. It was like, no. no <laughs> yeah, but, well. Hey, well, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes this week on Kung Fu Theater. We'll see you next week with... uh
With something less convoluted. Probably maybe. something a little bit easier on the brain. My name is Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. See you next week, everyone. Keep fighting. Yes, it is. Coffee is what makes the world go round. Hey, Kung Fu is what makes our world go round. Yeah. This is Kung Fu Theater. My name's Mao. With me, as always... Dr. Morris. From Parts Unknown. And this is the the podcast dedicated to bringing you Kung Fu glory. Well, I think we were talking about it on the break. It, we, yeah. We, we may, we're going to tweak it a little bit. Yes, we are. We're going to go... We uh, we're, we're, we're thinking after this week's uh, adventures, I, we're, we're kind of talking more about... Morphing the show into a more of like an Asian cult cinema. Yeah, different, different that way, genres. Where there will there will still be kung fu. Like, but we're gonna go into other stuff, and it just kind of seems like a natural progression. We yeah, both yeah. kind of talked a lot. These movies are wearing us out a little bit. It's kind of the same thing. Well, I think it's not wearing us out in the sense. I think we're just picking movies that are like you know similar. I mean, there's different styles of kung fu. But and the reality is, is that like now after watching all of these, it's like there's so much more to yeah. Asian there's a lot film. So if we go kung with fu, it, will yeah. be a portion of it. But huh. I think we're gonna go in like sci-fi, spy, Everything. whatever. There's there's all kinds of stuff. You know, you were saying Gol Golgo thirteen, Golgo thirteen, which I think uh, I just watched a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, uh, Sex you know, and Fury, Sex and Fury. You have you have the the kaiju yeah, like the kaiju movie, the Godzilla, the Mothra stuff. You know, yeah. I so, think it's gonna be a little more than that, but. We're but, changing but, it up. But Kung uh, Fu will be like at least once a month or yeah, maybe... Well, we're, we're, I love I have, Kung I Fu. Have, yeah, I have one or... I see, I've see. i seen a million Kung Fu movies. I'll see a million more in my life, I hope. if you know, God willing. Uh, so I'm not... I, we're not dissing it, but it is... But there's a lot more. trying to become the same... A lot of the same stuff. So we are going to transition our show. Kung Fu Theater is probably going to become uh, uh, Asian cult... Or a yeah. Asian cult... Theater or something. Cinema. I don't know. Cinema. There you go. So, uh, you know, this week we have a hardcore, solid, uh, by the books kung fu movie from seventy, what, seventy seven, seventy three, seventy seven. Yeah. yeah. So that you're getting your your dose of kung fu this week, but ne next in the weeks to come, you're going to be getting a little bit different stuff. You know. Yeah. Uh, it became a bit um, of a slog getting each week watching the kung fu movie and then like bringing it to 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 the show. You end up kind of just like it's the same as everything. It's the same as they become uh, this slurry in your head that you can't get straight anymore. And it's not that I'm not watching them; I love them, but they are like very similar. A lot of them are very similar. I mean, to know? me, it's more like it's like kung fu is an important martial arts is a great genre, mm -hmm. but there's so much more that we could be doing. Yeah, no way we're going to start. You know, and, that and way and we a can lot do. Of, and, a, and a lot of these movies will have some martial arts in them. Not necessarily this. They're yeah, not necessarily course. built upon the genre, but they will. They will, you know, tweak it a little bit. Like yeah. something like Inframan, that has a ton of like martial arts in it, and people flying around and jumping around. Even stuff that I like that you might not have ever seen before, or not really want to see, but you know, I might pick them. It's like Machine Gun Girl or Sure Yo Yo Cop Yo Yo Samurai Cop Girl, whatever that one sure, is. Sure, yeah. 
yeah. and it's crazy stuff. And Blood is a Blood is one of my favorite movies as of late, where it's just this you know it's like a vampire schoolgirl massacre kind of movie, and you're like, wow, that's crazy. It's so, so action packed. So there's a lot. So we're not going away from it. We're just tweaking it. Sure we are. So if you're if you're on, if you're down with that, then stick with us. If not, and if you're not right, write, to hey, us. write hate letters to us. That's always fun. We love reading. No, them. no, don't do that. Keep going on with the kung fu. I want kung fu. I need kung fu every week, and or I, else my life will never be the same. And anymore. I promise, I probably won't not uh, ignore you. Exactly. But I'm gonna ignore you. <laughs> well, you know. We're gonna take your suggestions, and then we'll we'll, and we'll if you got suggestions for movies, send them. And we will watch them. Yeah, Just sure. send us some suggestions. You know what I mean? Take us in different avenues that we may not know in the Kung Fu genre. Why but we want to do more. All right. Enough of that commercial. We we, we talked about it uh, before because we do another uh, show called Slow Robot A Go-Go. You can go to bunchofdorks.com and we're on there. B-O- a bunch of dorks.com. Just type it how it sounds. Yes. And uh, no spaces. And then you'll find our other uh, B movie review show uh we've been going a long time just did two show 233 uh black mama white mama uh, from 1973 yeah. uh, and before of, that we did requiem for a vampire which was a vampire porn Bizarre. so that's uh you know great from 71 <laughs> say that word uh yes okay so, we just did because <laughs> it's the truth so uh you know and so we do a lot of movie review stuff we do a lot of podcasting i know dr morbius is on one that's two dimension, uh, two comic dimension book podcast. Po- uh, uh, comic book podcast. Comic book podcast. I don't know anything about the written word, so I don't go on that one at all. I, you, I, don't, you don't even like the written word I shun in that. the movie. I, I, sh- I shun that. I'm you don't like, even oh. like the written word in the movie. You're like, oh my god, it's taking away from the glorious <laughs> show. Videos. Don't tell, man. That's exactly what I tell all the girls. <laughs> Exactly so, what I tell them. That's where our heads are. Head. Oh, can you imagine it? Yeah. Did you? Uh, all the ladies, I should say. Yes, all the ladies. Uh, this is all the ladies. To all the ladies I have loved before. Yikes! Yeah, this is show twenty. Twenty. This is our twentieth kung fu podcast. Oh man! And what did I choose for this week? Uh, Mandarin something and no. Jade Lion, right? Mandarin Flower and Jade Lion. No, you watched the wrong one. If that's a oh, you're kidding me! No, you might you might have. I think my, mine was called like the what was it called? Sunlight, the sun, sun, sun. Oh, I'm gonna hit myself in the head. You didn't really watch the wrong one. Did yes, you? I did. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one that I got. I wouldn't have picked it. No, no, there's not Mandarin. The word Mandarin is in it. Oh. It's the one with, uh, uh-oh, the one with Angela Mao. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. it called? Something in Jade Lion. It's a fix it. No, it's called Moonlight oh, Sword okay. and Moonlight Jade Lion. Mandarin. Oh, uh-huh. my God. I was like, Mandarin oranges. Are you eating Mandarin oranges? No, oh, of course. Oh, those are good, though. Yes. No, Moonlight Sword That's right. and Jade, Jade Lion. Lion. That's right. And Jade Lion. Whew, dodged a bullet there. Because we've done this before. <laughs> we've watched wrong movies much before. Much to our, uh, you know, and your chagrin. Much to our, yes, exactly. But this one was fun. This is a Ma- Angela Mao vehicle. And this was another, um, the, like, uh, fe- this is this is the same as Black Mama, White Mama, where this strong lead is the female. Yeah. And she is all, she's good. She's a good martial artist. Uh, oh, yeah. She's been in a few of our movies. Yeah, yeah. last week's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every week she's one of our she's one of our co-hosts. It's almost like it's the same crap every week. Oh wait, it is. She's no, like Peter Cushing in Slow Robot or Christopher Lee. She's one of our co-hosts, <laughs> but well deserved on all all kinds. Yeah, not, and so yeah, we have a female a lead, and she is tough. And she does a lot of... She's a wrecking crew, man. She's and this is, yeah, another convoluted storyline, but it does have a linear progression to it. At the yes. end, and it does have an ending, unlike our last week's movie, which <laughs> didn't. You remember that? 
Last yes. week's movie just said we're done filming, and they walked away, and they just kicked the camera over, and and that was the end. And said, you like, know all these loose ends. We're not even going to bother tying like, them. Meh, meh. Those are just strings in the wind. No, no. Maybe we'll do another one, and then then I'll uh, be uh, you know clear to you. But for now, we're going to leave you confused. You actually saw Carter Wong take his check and look at it and go. I'm ah, thank you. He folded it up and put it in his pocket, and he walked off. He literally like showed you his check and said, "Well, I'm done filming." He so made, he, good he, luck wrapping this up. They gave him his check and he goes, "Can I help you?" And then they said, "I can help you." I can Bye. help you. And then they said, "Well, the end of the scene, he said, I cannot help you." <laughs> he looked at the camera and went, "See ya." I got better movies to make. Yeah. Even though that was an okay movie, but anyway, it's crazy. So anyway, Mandarin, the orange, and the jade, uh, and the Jane, jade peach. No, yeah, that's the jade not peach, true. Yeah, okay. So this is basically a very, very <laughs> loose in, in the beginning. You just see an old guy saying, "Hey, go find my brother to teach you kung fu." Yeah. Or to help teach you kung fu because he already, she was already a, a grandmaster in this, uh, this technique or whatever. But he was going to further her teachings, and she goes, you know, she goes to this this uh, little village. It's always a little village. Says, "Hey." It Where's, takes a village. Yeah, it, it takes a village to, to raise a martial artist. Right. And uh, <laughs> that's what they tell me. Yeah. And then she uh, she goes, oh, where's Master Lao? And and they're like, oh, he's in the village, or he's in the mountains. So she goes to the mountains, and they're like, oh, he's yeah, in the nobody village. nobody knows where he is. Oh, she's not getting these chances, and she's, she's getting like, pretty angry. She's like, huh, I'm tired of fighting. Hmm. Oh, so I'm she, getting pretty angry Angela about Mao this. Angela is the queen of hmm, okay? Oh, she is. She is the she queen. She might be the basis for my whole hmm I think she hypothesis. is. That is like her vocabulary. Yeah. Hmm. Right I'm going to kill you now. You know. All right. Well, well, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll, we'll, I'm gonna, we're going to go through the rest of this movie. Hmm. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Pretty as a kitten. <coughs> Quick as a cat. More deadly than a tiger. <coughs> Judy Lee, the female Bruce Lee, is the queen boxer. <coughs> See the world's most dynamite new kung fu karate queen as she seeks bloody vengeance in an explosion of human flesh. All new, all action, all fighting Hellcat. The queen boxer takes the newest look at the oldest law. An eye for an eye. Terry Levine presents an Aquarius Films release, The Queen Boxer, in widescreen Panavision and color. Warning, due to the constant and violent action shown throughout this picture, those under 17 will not be admitted without parent. Rated R. Maybe there is life after death. Life after death is as improbable as sex after marriage. All right, so uh, now we're back. Uh, so basically, you know, Angela now is getting the runaround uh, from these from these different people. So she gets a little when she goes to the mountain, and the guy's like, "What? What? what? They did this bit where he couldn't hear, and that got annoying quick." And then he's like, "What?" And she's like, "I'm here for Mr. Lau. Oh, he's not here. He's he lives down in that province." And she she gets a little bit. Like, all right, yeah. I've had enough of this. You tell hmm. me now. And she, hmm. and she kind of slaps him around. I don't think she slaps around the, the blind guy or the, no, the hard hearing. But yeah. she, she, 
she's not playing anymore, you know. Now she get a little frustrated. So, so she now. gets so now she goes back to the village with a little bit of hate in her heart, and she kind of jumps the fence and she's like, ah. So where is he? And they surround her. This is the first time we get a we get a, like a fight scene, and it's a good one. Yeah, it is because she, she, she holds her own against everybody. She knocks the crap out of them. She she yeah. she's beating these guys up pretty handedly, and that's when this 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 guy who's like the robed guy, the master of this area, and his hen, and his sidekick kind of come in, and they're like, "What's going on here? Hey, what's this now?" And she's like, oh, I'm getting the runaround from you guys. So now I'm going to start slapping you around, see? And, you know, and they're like, hey, now let's stop here. And this is one of those Australian... Um, dub. Yeah, dubs. A lot of, most of them are Australian dubs. They are. And it's the same voice actors, and it's like, hey, now listen here. Let's not... Let's reckon, just talk. I reckon we should talk through this. Let's not get so hasty. So she's like, okay, well, tell me where he is, or I'm going to start killing everyone in this yeah. place. She's a, she, gets a little, she gets a little kill crazy, which is good. Yeah. I, I, I like my stars... Totally kill crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like, we haven't seen him for two months. So, you know, and at this point, she leaves her. She's like, hmm, okay, we'll see about that. And she leaves. And a guy is standing next to her. He goes, hey, come here. Meet me here, and I'll tell you what's going on. Because there's people listening. Because that, that, that guy has uh, a guy following her now. He's like, oh, go follow her. Find out what she's up to. Because right. you know these guys are involved, but you don't know how or why or what. No, you don't know anything. This is this is a real whodunit, and that's yeah. that's good and it's bad. It is good and bad <laughs> because it's tough to follow. It is tough to follow, especially when they start throwing names. There was there, you know what's funny in the beginning in, in the beginning when they did the uh, credits, there was an actor. I don't know if this is real or not. I can't, one of the actors in this movie's name is Tong, T O N G L I K, Tong Lick. Right? Oh yeah, no, that's real. Tongue wick. Yeah, sure. And, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, at this point, the guy goes, oh, meet me here. So, she does. And then this is kind of a, I forget if she gets jumped on the way there or not. She I, think, I think she got jumped like eight million times. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of fighting in this. And that's good. Um, she goes there. No, no, what happens is she goes there. He goes, oh, who you need to talk to? And it's totally a knife in the back of the head. Yeah. Somebody whips a knife. Yeah, everybody gets killed right before they're going to give her the bill or what's going on. They, and it's a, a huge knife, and it's in the back of their head. Like, it goes right through their skull. It's crazy. But he he mutters a word before that. Go see. Blah, blah, blah. So she's like, hmm, okay, I will. Rosebud. Yeah, then she, then she walks out. <laughs> she walks out, and then, of course, she gets jumped, and she whoops them. You yeah. know, and, like, and that's the thing. This is a showcase for her martial arts skill. Yeah. Because she's really good, uh, and she's using uh, it's a staff. I don't know why they would call it the moon li- moonlight sword. There's no swords here, but whatever. Uh, so she's using this to like, and it's a, one of those metal, really flexible bow staffs. Right. Uh, the 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 Japanese martial arts use a more a very sturdy, uh, what we consider a bow staff, which is a a long heavy stick. Chinese, like the kung fu and Chinese martial arts, are usually a lot more bendable, pliable. And their bow staffs are the same way, where they, they flex. There's a lot of, like, flexing around and whipping around, so it's kind of cool. Um, and that's what she uses. And it, it also varies in length. It, sometimes it's a very short one, but then she can extend it out. She throws it a lot and then jumps off people's heads to get it, you know. A lot and, of that stuff. And then at some point, my favorite scene was where she's in the town, and she goes to eat at this tavern. That's next. That's and then, the and next then this other guy—I don't know if it's the Jade Lion or whatever—that other guy shows up. No, that. Well, yeah, what happens is she's walking through the town. This is the next scene because she beats them up. 
She's yeah. walking through the town and she sees this guy who I think she recognizes as, as following him. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the guy that That's they the guy tend to follow. Her. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, hmm, I'm going to go start trouble here. So she goes in and she's like, I want dumplings now. And she sits down facing him. He's facing out the door and she's like a side of him looking at him. And they start throwing stuff. That was hilarious. Yeah. She's like sitting there and she's like, first she starts off with throwing like a, a stick, like a, one of the chopsticks or whatever. Yeah. Then he grabs it and he throws the whole thing and he, she catches, he throws it back. It, it ends up with her throwing like tables at each other yeah, and the people are like getting at it. It was almost like stooges or whatever. It starts because she goes, where's my dumplings? And he, she comes yeah, out yeah, and right. he goes, I want those dumplings. dumplings. And he takes it she's like, hmph. And, and it's so funny because this is classic. You know, she starts okay. whipping those little cups, and he catches them, and then, and then he's like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" And then he throws the tea, and she catches it. <laughs> and after they start throwing tables, he jumps up, and she whips the spear at him, and he falls down, and she starts fighting. That's when the constable shows up, all who's right. all in black, and he's like, he's like the local cop, and he's like, "Hey, now let's stop wrecking stuff." And she's like, huh? And she just takes her sword and leaves. Like she, she literally is just like, she's like raging. So she leaves. She's like, I'll get you. And then she just leaves. And he starts the the the, the guy who's following her is like talking. And he goes, Ah, oh, come come back to our place. And you know, just calm down. And then he even offers to pay for all the broken stuff because the shopkeeper comes out. And he's like, Who's paying for all this broken stuff? Yeah, right. Stuff? These two kung fu fools yeah. here. So funny. And he's and the constable's like, I'll pay for it. He's like, Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we're introduced to this. This is the weird. This is the part where they could have left this out, but they couldn't. I guess there's a guy behind the beaded curtain who's like running the show because there's the one guy who keeps running back and reporting to him. See, I got lost all around this, it. This is, this is where when it started. This is started threw much too much food in the pot. That's what, what happens. Yeah, there's this very standard story. Now there's this guy behind this beaded curtain, and this girl is with him, and and this guy who has need. There's a guy who needs the antidote to his this poison. Yeah. That keeps coming back, and he's like, "Do this job for me, and I'll give you the antidote." And I'll give you the rest of the antidote yeah, after you're done so, with that. So, like, so he's yeah. kind of being strung along as like this this assassin who doesn't want to be an assassin which when they start doing that kind of stuff i start to kind of think this was pieced together <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's it two movies you mean two or three movies i'm not certain about it i didn't read into this movie anytime much about anytime it. there's that kind of stuff you're watching basically cut together they added tw- 30 minutes from another movie cut and, paste. and they just kind of cut and paste it and then they said well here's the movie um I don't think so because there is that fight scene that directly links the girl behind the beaded thing to the dancers to the lotuses, but maybe not. Maybe that was part, and they said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna make a fight scene based off those dancers, and it's close enough, and it fooled me." Yeah. So that's probably what happened here. So this guy's in this too, and in which case, now there's three people following her, <laughs> but that gets mixed up because I can't follow him. There's the guy who from the from the main con. There, there's the guys from the main group. Now there's a guy from this guy behind the beaded curtain, and well, then there's the constable. Yeah, right. And then there's the bad guys. You know, so you're just follow Angela Mao. That's all. That's all I did for this whole thing. I'm like, whatever. So she's just going from name to name, asking everybody, "Hey, you know where Lo hmm. Ting is?" And they like, and and every time they're about to say it, a knife in the back of the head happens. They say one word, on to the next fight. You know, 
So it's kind of one of those things where you're like, oof, come on, man, let's uh, yeah, let's flesh this out a little bit. So then I'm trying to think what happens after that because after that scene, then she goes back, and she does get her, she gets beat up here and there. She does get beat up. She 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 gets beat up during that fight with the girl that that we were talked about right. before. That's later though. That's that a lot. Yeah, later? that's a lot, okay. lot later. Cause I want to say right now she gets thrown in jail too at one point. <laughs> it's later. Yeah, later, later on. Cause uh, what she's doing now? Now she gets another name. Cause she goes there, and I think this is where she starts to piece together that her that this guy that she's going to visit knows who killed her parents because that's something that they bring in and you're like they're bringing it at the end like, yeah. Wait, what are you talking about now yeah now, Lo Chang knows right and he, he says it at the end yeah, he explains but, it to him but now but that wasn't the premise of the no, movie no it wasn't no they just wanted to find it because he was the teacher the at master. first find the master and then and you're like okay she's because that's that that's her master's brother who's gonna keep her training on or whatever and then then in the middle she's like oh well your parents used to live here and there was somebody who murdered your parents and that's who knows and you're like what is this now yeah now it becomes even more convoluted and you're like are you just trying are you just throwing plot elements because you want to make this 90 minutes of course you are yeah because that's what we always complain about it's when they start throwing it all they start throwing more stuff in the pot just because oh wait a minute this movie's only 75 minutes we need 90 you know and it's like, well okay chop in this part and talk about somebody's parents yeah or let's whatever. throw in another red herring let's <laughs> throw in another <laughs> you know twist or whatever and you're like I just want to see like yeah. the movie move in yeah, a linear form or, you know yeah, and, and which is a shame because it started out strong it does and it, it ends okay it had the violent fights which are great it has the, the, the well like you said the, the iconic uh, scene at the restaurant which is so much fun and so action packed and what you're used to seeing the fluttering around and all that kind of stuff there is the part where I guess this is where you see where the the second girl comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the guy now there's another scene where the guy behind the curtain um is now there's a girl with her and there's this long dance scene with these flowery dances and you're like, "Ugh. Okay. Whatever." And and he's kind of playfully going, "Oh, I like that girl in the middle." And she's like, "I trained them all. You should be looking at me." And he's like, "Well, kiss me." And then she's like, "No, not here, you cad." And you're like, "Okay, she's really playing that chased woman but you're never going to get it yeah right, right this right, dude's right. friend zone he just doesn't know it yet and um you know and then she's like oh well let me go find her because what happens is he says oh i have one half of this jade dragon if i got the other half i'd be the universal martial arts master and you're like what are you talking about man <laughs> what, is, what the hell are you talking about like this guy who's sitting there behind this this curtain has one jade drag or jade lion on a string, and he says to this girl, "If he had the second one, yeah, that's a other plot. He'd point. be the universal overlord. Yeah, the and, king of kung fu. Yeah, that's like, right. That's another like plot point that just thrown at the end. Just to, well, like, and I'm like, what are you talking about? What? How? Do, how does that equate to any martial arts skill whatsoever? It doesn't even make any. It's just one of those things. And then she, because the, then the girl's like, hmm, I want that. Because if I'm shacked up with the dude who's the king of all martial arts, I'm going to be super rich. So her motivation is greed. She's like, well, I'm going to go get this girl who has the other jade lion. Give it to this dude. Boom. Or maybe she'll kill him and take him. Queen of Kung Fu. Yeah. Who knows? We don't know. Well, here's we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with the, the finale of... The sunlight, the, the the moonlight sword, and the jade lion, yeah, or whatever. And no mandarin oranges. <laughs> no mandarin oranges to be found. 
The most fantastic weapon of all time is the flying guillotine. Few men have ever been able to operate this death-dealing device, and only one was the master of the flying guillotine. Seymour Bordy and Associates presents The Master of the Flying Guillotine, filmed in Super Cinevision, rated R, Master of the Flying Guillotine. One sure way to get ahead. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? One of my favorite movies, Master of the Flying Guillotine. One day. Off off air, uh, while we were waiting for the commercial break to finish, I went off on this tirade, and I was like, I, I was like I'm going to save this for the for the, for the Well, that's what show. happened with me and King Don. Sometimes we talk for a long time on the phone, and we're like doing a show. And I feel like my friend told me he's got a smartphone, and he, gets, he can record conversations with it. I'm, I'm always wanting to tell Don, get the app that lets you record conversations, <laughs> and just record this, and we have three shows. Drop it in, right, right there. Yeah, the, these movies always are like, oh, if I had this sword, if I had these two jade dragons, I'd be the emperor of everything. Well, aren't you kind of already the king of kung fu? Yeah. You're sitting behind a curtain and everyone's bowing down to you. What more do you want, you greedy thing? You know, and, you, and you're just like, and also like, why and how? How could this they, one thing make you this superhuman? And it's just like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> and, and I don't know why it entered in this one, but it did. Because so, they can. Yeah. Because so now, I, now. Angela Mao is walking, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go do this showdown." And and the and the constable's next to her, and he's like, "She's like, hold this family heirloom of this jade lion." And he's like, "Oh, I couldn't." And then out comes this other gal. She flutters in, grabs it, and says, "Hmm, now I have it." Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 then Angela Mao is just chasing her, and they're fighting and chasing and fighting and chasing and fighting. And then now is this where that they they surround her, or is that after? I think she gets imprisoned. Then no, she gets around her, I think, and then she gets some oh, okay. after that. So that's right. Okay, so now is a very good sequence of some really good, interesting fighting. Cause the girl who stole the jade lion from Angela Mao goes, "Oh, now you're gonna fight my 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 dance troupe," and it's those girls that were the dancers, and they had these huge lotus heads on the top uh, with chains. Kung fu Kung Fu martial arts have a lot of chained weapons. And there's usually, that's what they always say, there's 118 kung fu uh, weapons. But it's like stick, stick with a spike, yeah, stick with yeah, two spikes, yeah. stick with a ball and a spike. You know, like, Flying guillotine. there's like 10, but they just kind of say there's 118 because now it's a ball, now it's a ball with a spike, now it's a ball with a, ch- now it's Gogo's, Yabari's chain thing, you know, and you're like, okay, whatever. So these dancers are fighting and they also have these lotus heads, which you know, because it has the tops, the holes in the top, you're like, Spikes or spikes are coming out of that, or spikes are gonna fly from that, and they do. So she's 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 kind of killing them. Then the spikes come out, and then she has to deal with that. And then they start doing exploding lotus heads, which that's where Squib Town USA hits, and they squibs are going off everywhere, and they're blowing up. And and this is a great fight scene, but this is also one of those where they're like. How many subordinates does this lady have to kill? <laughs> it gets a little tiresome. Like by minute four, you're like, okay, she's killed like 700 people. There will be no one left in this countryside. At this they kind of keep coming. At this point in the movie, I started looking at how much time is left. Oh, that's not oh, a no. good thing. That yeah. isn't a good thing. I was the same way. And you, this this fight scene, I did enjoy it a lot. It is a good fight scene. Um, but then she finally kills everyone, and that girl goes, oh well, bye, and she runs away. 
And Angela Mao chases her. And then she goes into this weird maze thing. And this is where it's almost like it's the same movie, but it is. Where she's walking down corridors and then spikes are coming, or knives are coming out. Then bad guys jump out. She kills them. Then fire starts flying around, and all this stuff is just made to make her jump on one block that imprisons her. Right. Oh, now Angela, I was in prison. You're like, wait, what? And this is where this would have been a very nice lead up and kill the end. Nope. Nope. But while in prison. She's one, looking through the cells, and then she finds... Not yet. Not yet. Oh, Constable one. comes and breaks her out. That's right. And then he's like, that. oh, well, I'll help you. That's right. Hmm, i got to go avenge now. So then she goes back, and you're like, eh, boy, you know. That's because I think I blurred all this. You part. did blur it all. Of course you did, because it's the same stuff. Because the same stuff, yeah. So she's walking, and then... She, now, I mean, Constable saves her, and th- then he kills a bad guy with the same knife that has been impaled in the back of all these other people yeah. which I was like up oh, there's our bad guy he's, he's the bad guy yeah uh, and constables all in black with those two fly swatter things out of the back of their head they're usually the bad guy yeah, but yeah. anyway <laughs> the fly swatters yeah, yeah. Tip, or the tip off <laughs> exactly you know what I'm talking about like, oh I know exactly back. what you're talking about so, yeah. so he's he gets around. And there's ninjas too in this oh, movie oh yeah there's ninjas because they jump down and then they they start fighting the one guy who's following her yeah. And I, do they kill him or not? I no no they he lives. Cause of, cause of the happy time ending of this thing. Yeah, it does have a happy time. So ending. yeah. So so she goes back now. She goes into this prison, and she happens upon the dude. And this was the, this. She's going, does anybody know Lo Ching? Oh, that's me over here. Yeah. Hi. Here I am. Hi. And he's oh no he's just sitting there and she's like, what's your name? He's like, why why are you? Who are you? This cracked me up, cause when he finally. He's sitting behind these pieces of bamboo that are like, they're like 12 inches around. They're gigantic, like, uh, imprisoning things. And she goes, oh, you're my master. And she just, like, cuts a whole door out of these things. Like, her sword goes through these things. And they're, it's like cutting down three trees. Like, literally, that's what she does. And she just goes in. And you're like, man, when she goes off, she goes off, you know. <laughs> and that's why I like, I do actually kind of love that about her character. She... When she gets angry or whatever, she really just kind of decimates everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I enjoy that in in a, in a ba- in a hero. You know, I hate those reluctant ones that don't fight. Like I didn't. Oh, come what was that movie that we the watched? The Bruce Lee one. I was like, I didn't come here to see someone not fight. Now get get in there. No, there was a, there was nothing with Bolo. Uh, Remember where the guy was like total till the end, and then he was a total like maniac. Yeah, guy. and I was like, like Bolo, I think uh, it was yeah. called. I think it was called I Wish This Was Starring Bolo. No, uh, so so now now she has him and he's they're trying to escape and now everyone's kind of surrounding him and the Chinese fu- Hercules. Yeah, yeah, that's those one. And they're fighting. I'm and I'm getting lost. What happens at the end here? Well, at the end it's like they fight and they they save the guy and then they kill the bad guys. Well, they well they're like, "Oh, I can tell you who killed your parents." That's right, the whole parents and, killed. And she's like, "Hmm, who? Him." Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> so it it turns out it's those two guys. Yeah. Um, that were like the whole time saying, "No, I we have not. No, hey, now. we're nice guys. Hey, yeah. now, let's not get that we'll way. Calm now down. we're yes. good. We'll pay for your damages. Hey, now. now. So yeah. then, this is where you're like, what am I watching here? Because some random guy starts fighting the, the they kill the first guy, then some random guy starts fighting him. And I'm like, who is this guy? 
And then a second... No, then she comes in, and now the two of them are fighting him. And this is where the guy whips these two moon swords into his back, and he picks them up and spins them like a kite. And I like, but I belly laughed at that one. <laughs> the bad guy has these has these swords hanging out of his back, and he has the the good guy by the chains, and he's swinging him around in the air, like high above his yeah. head. Uh, but then, I, I I didn't like that. Why would this girl that we've been this whole journey with, who's decimated everyone? Why all of a sudden is there two other guys helping? But, yeah, right. I'm like, right. don't do that. Don't do that. Let her finish her, the fight. Let her finish the job. But no, you know, the guy, you know, she, guy has to come in and finish all that. That was BS. I called BS on that. I was like, yeah. you know, movie, don't. Yeah. Um, she should have just had a, a one-on-one and taken him out. That would have been the Angela Mouse style. That would have been, been... But anyway, she gets involved. Then a third guy gets involved, and they all kill him. And then the then the old guy who she's been looking for comes up and they're like, "Hey now, you should run this whole village now." And he's like, "Oh, you're much too kind. Hey now, why don't you do that?" Okay, I will. And then they then the next five minutes is people kind of popping up, going, "And I'll be your student. Yeah. And I'll be your happy. I'll get your slippers. And I love you so much." And you're like, "Can we wrap this up? You know, can, do we? Re- I don't need any more praise bestowed upon the guy with the thing on his face." Who's going to, hey, now, <laughs> why don't you run this village now? Uh, uh, the I, end. I loved the fighting. I love Angela Mao. The fighting was I fine, mean, yeah. um, the story was eh. Story was eh. Story, again, again with the casserole of nonsense, with, with like there's so much stuff and so many things and so many people. And I'm you're wondering like, if by like 77, 78, they just figured we got to do, we got to add stuff to it because it's all going to be the same story. Keep the machine cranking. And they, they're literally just grabbing pieces. I, the more I think about it, the more I'll bet that those parts with that guy behind that thing, because you don't find out who that was. Yeah. I mean, you assume it's the constable, but it was, he never came out and said, I was the guy. Meh. It just, some of it was nonsense. Some of it was fun. Um, I actually like those walking through a corridor things. Sometimes. Sometimes they don't work. This one was eh, a little bit much, because they showed the girl going, <laughs> and pulling a chain, and yeah, twirling her invisible mustache, you know, and you're like, all right, you know. Uh, and I, I mean, oh, I had fun with the movie. I didn't dislike it. It was like a six point five. I'll give it a six. Um, it wasn't anything that I would ever watch again, probably. No, because uh, it just wasn't enough of. It wasn't enough of the fighting. It was good fighting, and and sometimes I can now you're probably like, what does he want? Because sometimes I complain where there's too much fighting. But I think that's when there's too much who cares fighting. Like, if there's mission-based fighting and it's and it's going, then it's fun. If it's just random fights popping up, which they always do in these movies, like, oh, you spilled my drink. Ah, that's my wine. Yeah, let's fight. And you're like, okay, can we go? Well, you know? I mean, from watching all the hundreds of movies that we watched, you really become aware of, and I've talked about this before, Not necessarily, I'm not going to specify any directors because it all varies, but storytelling... What's good storytelling and what's convoluted? And, and we've dealt with some convoluted storylines in the past last few weeks. weeks. I mean, even, for, for lack of a better thing, like the from, from the other show, Black Mama, White Mama, pretty linear, pretty straightforward, easy to follow. Yep. Even Requiem for a Vampire, you got, you know, towards the end it got a little wonky, but for the most part it was easy enough to follow. The storytelling, however screwy it was, but some of these things, it's like let's just throw the kitchen sink, and then you you start losing it, you start zoning yeah. out, like I do. Yeah, and that's and that is actually the the last couple of weeks is what prompted our what we talked about at the Change, beginning of the show, yeah. changing this to just 
Asian cult cinema because we have to. This this like I love the genre of kung fu, but that's what most of these devolved into. Just yeah. a mess. A casserole. A, of a casserole of nonsense is what I always call it, and and you're kind of like, oh man, come on, just again, we haven't delved into all the kung fu guys, oh, but but not. I think it's time that we kind of like. And, and we're gonna broader going, into going the forward. We are kicking down the doors. We're gonna just do Asian cult cinema, and it's gonna be a lot of fun for everyone, even yeah. you know, especially the listeners, because we're not gonna be slogging through boring stuff. We're gonna be doing crazy stuff and kaiju battle and, and coming back to kung fu all the time. Uh, of course, because kung fu is awesome. I do. Yeah. Love, I love the genre, but yeah, but yeah. Th- sitting and talking about it and dissecting it, ugh. It's, it's better. A sl- it's a slog. Yes, exactly. So I hope you guys come along with this. I'm sure you will, because you'll 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 start getting a sampling of what we're talking about, and then we'll start getting Sex and Fury and and Godzilla or Mothra or or Ultraman Inframan, or Ultraman, Ultraman, all, all this stuff, and you're gonna be like, oh, now I get it. So bear with us. And Ninja Strikes Back and Five Fingers of Death Everything. and oh, yeah. you know all that stuff too. City Dragon. City <laughs> Dragon, which is movies that I want to talk about. City too. Dragon. So we're not gonna forget yeah. Kung Fu. Don't well, worry Kung about Fu that. Kung Fu is definitely like uh, riding shotgun. Yep. All right, that's it. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. My name is Mal. With me as always, Doctor Morgan. And we will see you next week with more Asian cult cinema. any more like laughing than I do right now.